0: everyone, welcome to Tossed Owls and Scrambled Eggs, the Fraser Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 424, Odd Man Out.
1: This is one of my favorite episodes. Is it? I just want to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I just like the feeling of this one.
0: Cool. Yeah, no, this is a really good episode. You may notice that because we are very good at planning, we've timed the season perfectly so that the very beginning of the year is also the very last episode of a season. Good job, us. We did it. We pulled it off. So. <laughs> happy um, 2017. Yes. Hope hope everybody has a happy 2017.
1: This is our, like, well wishes for the entire year. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. it is. It is. It's the beginning of the year, and we hope that it goes well for everybody. I
1: think we should just do small little, little chunks. Uh-huh. You know, like, oh, just have a good January. It's so much yeah. pressure.
0: Yeah. We hope the rest of the year... Terrible. No, but... <laughs> whoa, whoa.
1: You always take everything I say into an opposite direction I... when I'm just saying, let's just do it month by month. Uh, okay. <laughs> day by day. Just have a good day. Have a great day.
0: Have a great all of your life. Have hopefully all of it's great. I'm hoping everything that ever happens more to positives, you is more... great. Yes.
1: Positivity. Express <laughs> some positivity. Maybe share this podcast with someone.
0: <laughs> yes. You could spread some positivity to the reviews on iTunes because those are always good.
1: I don't think our all our reviews are all good.
0: <laughs> uh, all the more reason for those of you listening to spread positivity to the reviews on iTunes. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I don't
1: read the review. I've read the reviews once and I got in such a funk that I just I'm just like never again. Never again. They are
0: I want to say, I feel like they are mostly good. but there no, they aren't, are
1: mostly good. But it doesn't matter. Things. They could be like 10 great reviews and you read the one and you're just like, I'm depressed. <laughs> and for like the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That just, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's like someone came into your house and punched you in the gut. <laughs> and I think it's, and it's not even like a bad bad review mm-hmm. it's just like anytime you're just like oh man i spend so much time doing this thing yeah yeah and which is why i just
0: yep yep
1: i just i don't read them and it's not that i don't appreciate them
0: yeah yeah it's like
1: i do <laughs> i just got so sad last time i was fine i was just like whatever that doesn't bother me and <laughs> then like in late at night i'd be like <laughs> <laughs> Like, just silently. I didn't even know what was wrong. I was just like, I feel off, and I don't know why. Uh
0: Yeah, it's like... That's um, what
1: was one of the reviews was. This feels off, and I don't know know why. why. I don't know why. One star. Yeah.
0: It's like everyone... So we have a YouTube channel where I put up, you know, video game, you know, things that we do, and uh, every once in a while, one gets, uh, like, a dislike like a download, and I'm just like, why? What happened? Like, why that one? And why, like, I want to say
1: that I never dislike a video on YouTube. I think I have just, maybe three videos, mm-hmm. and the only ones that I do is just, like, this is just hateful garbage, yeah, right. and I stop watching it pretty much immediately right, right but i'm just like no one else should be watching this <laughs> right. because and I, i'm not trying to like put down the creator or the video
0: i mean if i'm disliking it i probably am because i'm actually offended by what they're doing
1: well okay but then i'm never gonna watch their videos again i'm not right. gonna like go on like malicious like thing where <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna watch every video and like leave a comment like right, you're right. garbage and like but it's not worth yeah. my time yeah
0: did have somebody do that on my videos once. Well, this (laughs) is
1: getting too negative. Yeah,
0: it is. Let's go positive. Let's go to the plus side. Oh, wait, no, we haven't even talked about the time or, like, so how long is this episode?
1: Oh, it's 22 minutes and 29 seconds. And (laughs) they're little, the lights go on in the beginning and I didn't write down the writer.
0: (laughs) Well, I did. So the writer is Suzanne Martin, who prior to this, she wrote the episodes Frasier Loves Roz. Is, uh when she's dating, you know, one of Niles Roz is dating one of Niles' patients and like who's like a womanizer and Fraser oh, wants to like
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then Love Bites Dog, the one where Dog uh, where Bulldog falls in love with the tennis player who like oh, dumps right, him. Right, right. and then Death and the Dog, which is, you know, the one where Eddie's all depressed and he just lost his Barbie, but then everybody else gets all depressed and everything. Um which is interesting because it's like The first two that I listed have love in the title. The second two have dog in the title. Uh, And then she wrote like four more episodes after this one, Mm -hmm. but I don't know them from the title. Mm -hmm. So I didn't write them down.
1: (laughs) I think that's, I actually see kind of like, not like a theme, but like, there's definitely like some similarities between those episodes. Like Mm -hmm. the way that they are, like they're really like focused on, on a certain kind of attitude, I feel like. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not doing a very good job. (laughs) Yeah,
0: No, I mean, I can see where where you're going. Like, I
1: feel like there's, like, this similar thing going on between those episodes. Like, when, you know, Eddie's really depressed and then everyone ends up feeling depressed, Uh too, because they're talking about things out loud. Right. It's like, the theme of this episode, you know, it's just like... I just feel like they're they have something to do with like feelings and yeah, like yeah. emotions. Yeah. Yes. And they're very like there's not a lot going on in the episodes. So right. like, you know, sometimes there's an episode and it's just like there's a Martin and Daphne story, and then right. there's a Fraser story, and then right, there's right, a Nile right. story. It's not that kind of convoluted kind of episode.
0: Yeah. It's a lot about I feel like there are a lot about um Fraser analyzing his own feelings and analyzing like mm-hmm. Uh, like loneliness, and mm-hmm. like and like, yeah. It, it's a lot about exploring that piece of it. I like, I feel like it's actually kind of actually fits the fact that he's a psychiatrist. And, you know, where like a lot of it is more just about him being a snob. The like that they te- tend to be more these her episodes, including this one, tend to be more about him analyzing himself or someone else and actually trying I think to help. They
1: kind of humanize Frazier yes. instead of making him seem. And this actually might be why I never really thought about it because there's so many different writers for the show. Mm-hmm. It seems like Frazier has a different attitude all the time. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. overall he seems the same. Yeah. But in some episodes he really seems so much more likable mm-hmm. and and that's when I really like Frazier Yeah. But I mean my favorite character on the show is actually probably Niles or like Daphne or Roz. Right. So I think it's funny. Like in these episodes, I feel like I end up liking Fraser more. Mm-hmm. Like especially like in this episode, yeah, I, he seems like the Fraser I want to like. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah, he's vulnerable in this episode in a way that he usually isn't. Uh, I mean,
1: I think he's always vulnerable, but usually in a way that is, I don't know, like upsetting.
0: <laughs> well, I guess what I mean is like normally. Like, bad things happen to him a lot, but it doesn't t- t- seem to really shake his confidence that he's the best, most important person in the room. And this episode, it, he, it doesn't seem to feel that way. Like, he actually seems to, like, be recognizing oh something about himself. We haven't even started talking about what happens in it. But I, anyway. I
1: don't even think what you... okay well we'll just talk about it when it happens okay so on the plus side she did lose two pounds which i realize Mm -hmm. is she taught so Roz is talking about going to acapulco in the scene Mm -hmm. like just like she's trying to give fraser advice to like shake up his life he's got to take more risks because he's just in a rut yeah so is the title reference to did she get sick
0: yeah yeah okay so we should probably kind of get into it a little bit because it's Roz's birthday which, yes um, and so
1: Fraser has okay i I have an issue with yes,
0: this. I do too okay like
1: he surprised got reservations, right? right, but a lot of people usually have plans for the birthday, right. so you should at least kind of hint like, hey, do you have right. something going on for your birthday right 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 because.
0: It's the end of the day already, and he's got dinner reservations. He got dinner reservations for her and he's not telling her until after the show, you know, like the day of. Yeah, you can't you can't do that and expect them to just someone to just be available. Well, and not
1: Roz at least. Especially
0: not Roz. Roz yeah. has got it.
1: she is social.
0: Yeah, and, and she is being social. She's got a date. Uh, she's got a date with a waiter that they went. They they met on l- at lunch yesterday. Though I will say that seems like to say a lot. Like you're going Well, okay. So they-
1: apparently she's a date with a waiter because she didn't have enough money to give him a tip. Right, right, but which I feel like is actually a joke.
0: Right. Yes, uh, I think there is a joke there.
1: There is a joke there. I'm <laughs> saying it's a joke that she asked the waiter out because she didn't have a tip. But it, it seems like she would have just asked him out because she thought he was good looking.
0: Well, yes. No, I agree. I agree with that. Um, But my thing... So I don't
1: know what you were implying.
0: Nothing. I was was implying something that I'm not actually going to say on the podcast. Uh, (laughs) Oh! I got it. I got it. So, but my thing is, like, she... It's not that she chose to go out with him on a date. It's like, I feel like it's something extra to choose to go out with him on her birthday... Eh. Like
1: what? Okay, what? I don't remember. Roz is like in her 30, early 30s, early thirties. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah, you don't no. have any plans unless you have awesome friends. Oh yeah. You don't have any birthday plans. <laughs> You're just I'm not. Wow, this is taking a real turn
0: for the sad. <laughs> it really has. But wow.
1: I just I don't. I never have birthday plans. Yeah.
0: Happy New Year. We're sad. We're all sad, and everything is sad. Stop it. Stop (laughs) it.
1: Stop it. You're bringing it down. (laughs) Pep it up. Turn that melon the other way around.
0: I, I will turn that melon the other I way I don't around. even
1: know. Okay, so that was a convoluted... I was thinking about a melon slice that uh-huh. was upside down uh-huh. and looked like a frown. Uh-huh. So then I was thinking you turn it into a smile. But then I just thought of a whole melon.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just, you're just <sighs> rotating a melon. And but... then
1: I started thinking about melon in the head. Like right. a head... And then I was thinking about upside down heads. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's not usually happy. That's just a... That's... That, You've got go to yeah, you gotta yeah. go to the doctor. You've yeah. got to go to the doctor. if something wrong. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. you
1: are in a scary movie <laughs> super scary mm-hmm.
0: so that's when yeah so that's when we get into the whole thing where because Fraser already has these reservations he's got to bring someone she suggests Niles um that's when uh, she's talking about shake he needs to shake. oh up yeah because he life. only
1: hangs out with Niles yeah right. but, and that's when she
0: brings up the trip to Acapulco the, yeah, you know, the impromptu trip which and, to
1: me is just the name of every Mexican restaurant
0: <laughs> there are two different acapulco like restaurants in this area
1: yeah and i it you know it's not the only one like yeah. every state has an acapulco oh, sure. mexican yeah, yeah. restaurant absolutely and they're all known for their margaritas
0: <laughs> probably yes but yeah so getting back to the title she, she said he said he heard her call in sick uh on like no a, on he that didn't month. hear her i mean she called, she called in sick. sick but then he
1: heard, he heard a mariachi yeah. band in the background and he get, and she said well i was sick
0: right So I think that's it. She lost the two pounds because she was sick. She got sick going to Mexico. So
1: here we are in Fraser's apartment. Mm -hmm. Niles is at the door. Daphne is... Got her... Her zipper stuck. It won't go up. And Niles is a little flustered to to help. And then he zips his tie into the dress. (laughs) He
0: sure does. He sure does. And
1: of course... Okay, I love this scene. Then Fraser comes home and always sees Daphne and Niles in this, like, <laughs> weird... Yeah, yeah. Doing something weird, which is, like, not even really that weird. Right. Except that when someone else walks into the scene, you're just like, what is happening here? Yeah,
0: like, if, you know, we know what's going on, but if you were to walk into a room and find somebody, like bent over behind somebody's, like, open dress, like, following them around with their tie, apparently just tucked into their, like, zipper, that, you're (laughs) gonna have a look. You're gonna be giving them a look. Um... Like, so, regardless of whether like they have this, like, hidden romantic thing with that person, yeah. you're going to be giving them a look.
1: So I love that Frasier, like, fixes a whole situation mm-hmm. and then, you know, zips Daphne into the dress and, like, gets the tie unstuck. Uh-huh. And Daphne makes that comment like, oh, I was going to embarrass Dr. Cream by stepping right out of this dress. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like... Mm, I think he would have gotten a little red in the face there for reasons you don't even know, Daffy. (laughs) Yep. And I feel like she should know.
0: (laughs) She she should probably know by now. But this is
1: the thing is like, it's very easy to be clueless in a situation where you don't assume that this person would ever be interested in you.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like you're not aware of it Mm -hmm. because it's not a real thing for you to be aware of.
0: Right, yeah. No, no, I, I... I do get that, but then, like, I feel like he's got so many obvious signals coming out that even if you are fairly oblivious, there's a certain point where, especially because just a few episodes ago, they were definitely going to sleep together if, like, she hadn't forgotten her, like, pills.
1: No, she was, like, heavily flirting and, like, setting up a situation, but she doesn't, we don't really know what would have happened.
0: She specifically said she almost... Did something impulsive because she was feeling emotional. Like Yeah,
1: but she doesn't know Niall's feelings in that situation. She's only working on her because of what Sherry was saying about her. That's what I'm saying.
0: Okay, sure, sure. But I, I think, like, at that point, she was feeling feeling the signals from him as well. She might not necessarily she, I don't
1: think so. And then we're talking about how the heat was, you know, making that so uh-huh. I don't I don't think even with that, I don't think Daphne gets it.
0: No, I, I don't I, I agree that she doesn't. I'm saying that she probably should.
1: Uh-huh. Maybe.
0: I feel like she should.
1: Okay, so. But it seems even stranger now because Niles and Mares are going to recreate their first date. Yep. By borrowing Martin's car. Because Martin <laughs> just came home, right? Yeah, yeah. He,
0: like, walks in. Yeah. And. and... So
1: does he still drive an 82 Impala?
0: <laughs> I'm going to guess no. uh it, it, Like, I'm guessing it's just recreating the borrowing dad's car more than it is specifically driving. Also, we get to hear
1: about Daphne. Like, she has a date. Yeah, she's got a date. Because we find out about all these dates because Mm. Frasier still has these reservations. Right. So, he asked Niles, can't mm, do it. Right. And also, why doesn't he know that he's going on a date? They're, like, this is the thing, is when Niles doesn't know, or Frasier doesn't know what's going on with Niles, I'm just like, shh, they yeah. talk about everything Right, all they the hang time. out
0: all the time, they talk all the time. Yeah. That's the point, that's what Roz was saying. But earlier.
1: then, I think it's very really interesting, Daphne's going out with Greg, mm-hmm. and he's gorgeous, but dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ed yeah.
1: might be the one. Yeah,
0: he could be the one. I do like that. We hear that we hear that he's gorgeous from Martin. Like Martin. Oh yes, like, uh, yes. Like, and
1: like everyone like stops and stares at him. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And and he's just like he is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because like there is no way season one Martin says that a man is gorgeous. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, so it was
1: really funny. Yeah. Um So this is when we got the uh, the message on the answering machine uh-huh.
0: from. From Laura, Laura. the pretty familiar sounding voice on this answering machine for uh for Frasier fans, but uh they you why know. <laughs>
1: why is that?
0: Because uh what we're later gonna see Linda Hamilton on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was the very first caller in the first episode of Frasier. Oh, in, in, in the, the first yeah, episode in oh, the Good wow. Son, yeah, she was she was the caller.
1: What was she calling about?
0: Great question. Uh, I could find my go to my notes and find out.
1: Okay. I don't know. My notes don't have anything good.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure what it was that she was calling about because the only thing I have actually in these old notes of mine are about him suggesting, like, like telling the story that's about, like, Lupe Velez, which implies that maybe suicide is the best option. That's what I have written down. But I don't remember what she was calling about. Yeah, our, the, what's her
1: name in the episode? In...
0: I don't. I don't know. I, because I didn't have okay call well, like I didn't have a special thing about that. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's Claire. That's all. I'm, okay. So yeah. it's
1: not. It's totally not. It's not her. Ending. No.
0: No. No. It's, it's
1: totally different. Yeah. Not yeah. doing some callback, which makes a lot of sense because as we've seen in like season three and like season four, the story there's more like a story arc yeah, yeah. going throughout. Yeah. Um, and the characters, I feel like, are a lot tighter now. Yeah. Like, the first couple seasons, they're some great episodes. Right. But they're sort of more, like, standalone things yeah, yeah, yeah. that aren't really going exactly anywhere. And they have the plot all within the, like, episode itself. Right, right. The next then,
0: episode, it's like, the previous one didn't even happen. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
1: But now it's just like, we have, we've set up this, like, long kind of story about, like, the divorce, kind of separation, divorce going on right. with Maris and Niles, right. and this whole, you know, like Fraser hasn't been dating somebody right. in a long time, right, right. so the themes are kind of being carried
2: throughout. Right.
1: So here we are. Laura's on the answering machine because back in the day people had answering machines, <laughs> yeah. and she wants she's going to be picked up.
2: Yeah, at the yeah. airport
1: she's giving like this is my flight uh-huh. this is ba- you couldn't look this up on the internet. <laughs> right. You right. know, so this is this was how people told you. Yep. You yep. know, I don't know why I'm explaining this, but <laughs> I I'm thinking about like how bizarre that is. Uh-huh. Like I remember Yes, like the, it was, it's so different, it's so inconvenient.
0: <laughs> it was, it was so inconvenient. It's so nice
1: to be able to just look that up because things, you know, your plane gets delayed, mm-hmm. you didn't have, not everyone was going to walk over to a payphone and like, hey, I got delayed. <laughs> right. You know, you might not even know.
0: Right. There was a time when you could be catching a flight into a place and the person you were going to see didn't have a phone in their house. Like it was still possible to fly to a place. When
1: was this? In the nineteen twenties? Like this I'm is saying, not there's
0: a lot like there's there are parts of like there there are, you When know, parts what of the,
1: what years specifically are you talking about?
0: Like in like the the eighties? In like the fifties.
1: Okay, don't come on! Don't come at me with the. 50s. No, I'm just
0: saying it's an interest. If you go back far enough, like it's. If it's you go back about,
1: far enough, there were no planes. I know there was no fire. <laughs> if you go back far enough, come on, this crazy. I know.
0: I know. I just think it's interesting that there was still a time when you could have flown across the country to a place where you couldn't even call that person to tell them like that you were.
1: I watched the movie Doctor Dolittle. They're some. They're in traveling on the ocean inside a snail. <laughs> okay, I I don't know the point you're trying to make. I, I, I mean, know. you can't like use that. I'm talking I'm about talking like about just
0: coordinating
1: the little as like 20 years ago. I know, I
0: know. I was talking about how the convenience of coordinating actually it.
1: more than 20 years ago, like 25 years ago. D- Dave, Dave. No, no.
0: I'm, okay, what I'm saying is, imagine trying to coordinate like a trip home or something like that at a time when like you couldn't. If your plane was delayed at all, you couldn't easily tell a person because I mean,
1: you could, you could, you could go to a payphone,
0: but you couldn't reach them because they didn't have a phone in their house.
1: You are talking about a time that no one has lived in.
0: There are definitely yeah. Well, of-
1: my great grandma, <laughs>
2: it's like she the- had to make
1: her own butter. <laughs> I actually don't know if that's true, <laughs> but I'm assuming yes. Yeah, she went down to the bog and got the butter uh, out of the bog. I mean, you're no, you cannot go this far. This now, ana- this I'm this de- is not. That <laughs> is not. It's too far. I mean, what are we talking like Down Abbey times? Oh, oh, we got this weird phone in the house. I don't know what that is. It's just like know. a high-pitched that voice. A, that
0: was a perfect. That, I, there was definitely characters sounded just like that in Down Abbey. <laughs> uh, um. um it was the the guy that runs the play. The the head guy, right? Oh like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't
1: even know the yeah,
0: name. Um I've forgotten the name of everybody in Doubtnam. Every <laughs> single Mary. Yeah. That guy. Right. <laughs>
1: done you cannot talk with the rest of the podcast so laura's on the answering machine she's called obviously called the wrong number right but i really love how they do this in the scene uh-huh. because they're talking about how he can't he you know he doesn't have anyone to go to dinner with right and then he listens to the message and he's just like good news laura's in town uh-huh. and you know niles is just like who who's laura and he's just like the stranger that called me answer machine, yeah. you know, and I, and I love this yeah. because
0: it's a good delivery. It's a um, good
1: delivery. Yeah, and it, it's funny because like you, I definitely get like wrong phone number call, yeah. like or like occasionally you get like a text meant for somebody else, and it's just like, how does that
0: happen? <laughs> uh huh. Does yeah. somebody
1: give the wrong number? or Are they just like off?
0: Yeah, I, I that's the thing. If you when you do that, especially because like you and I have had the same phone number for like over a decade yeah i've
1: had the same phone number since the 1950s i had i had that phone installed so to make sure that when my relatives were visiting that they could call me and tell me if their plane was to (laughs) like so Uh uh-huh uh-huh
0: um yeah so like when somebody like i get it when you get an accidental thing when like you've got a new number and like maybe that was somebody's old number or whatever but like i said like you and I have had the same number for a decade. If somebody's texting that, that means they have put the wrong phone number into their phone.
1: I've had wrong people call my phone and have the wrong number. Like, like I had a hospital telling me I need to pay a bill. But right. it was it was like, you know, Mark.
0: Right, right. And I'm just
1: like, I don't know who that is. This is no one here at right. this number. I don't know right, who right. this is. right.
0: And see, but see, that makes more sense to me because it's like you might be giving your name to like somebody at like, you know, a reception desk or mm-hmm. something like that and they put it down wrong or whatever. But like when you're getting a text message, it's like, especially from like a person, usually you text someone based on like a number that's in your phone, like a contact okay, that's let, in your let's, phone.
1: We know what happens when you text people. Okay. So when you're giving somebody your number for the first time, <laughs> uh-huh. this is how you give them the number. Only one person exchanges the number usually, right? Yeah. Then they're like, Hey. I'm Josh.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Or I would probably say, "Hey, I'm Diana," and not Josh, right, oh, because then yeah. I would just really be pulling one on them. <laughs> They'd be like, "Josh was texting me." <laughs> yeah. Um and then they immediately get the text mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, yep." And then you're like, "Hey." And then you know that the number worked. Uh-huh. But that's exactly that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. That's how you give people your numbers. You text them <laughs> right standing the right in front of you and uh-huh. you text them.
0: Yep. So,
1: <laughs> and but Laura can't do that. No, and now no. we're at the restaurant. Yeah,
0: which means Fraser doesn't give his name on the answering machine.
1: Oh, that is a. Good-
0: like, cause she she later mentions him having a nice voice and thinking it's something else. Yeah, he doesn't later.
1: say, "Hey, it's Fraser Crane."
0: Yeah, that's I guess like.
1: Yeah, he just says, "Hi, you you missed us." we're yeah. not home hi i'm not home
0: yeah it would have to be something like that without ever identifying his seems the name, odd that right? is odd right because like
1: it could be like what dave's old answering <laughs> machine message which was just hi
0: yep and then yep. a beep yep
1: because he was a jerk
0: i was kind of a jerk <laughs>
1: um it so
0: did lead to some amusing messages it did it did yeah so um, restaurant yeah, right at the restaurant, San Janeiro's.
1: I love this thing about how he says he's dining alone mm-hmm. and that, you know, he prefers it because, you know, some people are just, you know, too in love with their own voice and just, like, pratter <laughs> yeah. on forever. And yeah. he's, like, he's literally just yeah, yeah. doing it right now yeah. to explain away the reason he's dining alone. Right,
0: right. Yeah, because the, the major D gets very quiet about him dining alone. Like, the, an embarrassing thing to, mm-hmm. like you know, to have to do... And well, yeah, Fra- do you
1: think that's why it is? Or do you think it's because Fraser's self-conscious about eating alone? And doesn't... Or at least today he is. He feels a little off about it.
0: Well, I think the way he sort of... Because the Mayor kind of leans in kind of almost conspiratorially and is like, dining alone? Like, you know, he's not like, oh, okay, you're, it'll just be you then. Like, yeah. you know, he's not just confident about it like it's not a big deal he's whispering about we get
1: the seat Mm -hmm. and it's like in the middle of the restaurant yeah yeah. and they're like taking the other plate away Uh and they're like making all this noise like clanking
0: the fork on it and then
1: you know what his candles and lit and the like waiter like yells in the middle and it's just like oh he's getting all this attention
0: yeah because he appears to have gone to a restaurant He, he it appears he invited Roz to a restaurant that's like like, the restaurant equivalent of Lover's Lane, you know, like, it, because, like, everybody is a couple. Everybody is, except like...
1: Though, except that little boy comes up.
0: Yeah, yeah. But again, with, a like, his happy parents, you know... You don't like, know
1: if they're happy. They, they're, they, they could be having up. a terrible time.
0: <laughs> like, there are plenty of restaurants where it's not just, like, you're not... You can go to and you're not going to be just surrounded by couples, you know. But this one... That's what's going no, on No, you go here. to the
1: restaurant where everyone eats alone. <laughs> right. Um, so Arby's. Arby's? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a slur- <laughs> slogan. Slagan.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a slagan. Uh,
1: uh, it's the slogan for Arby's, you know? It's like, everybody eats alone. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like everyone just walks in sad and gets their like Jamocha milkshake and their curly fries and their roast beef, whatever. Uh-huh. And then that's what the new sandwich is called. Uh-huh. And then <laughs>
0: the roast just, beef, whatever.
1: Yeah. And then you just sit alone, uh-huh. just cheese sauce dripping down your chin. <laughs>
0: Uh, I feel feel like
1: like that is freeing.
0: It would be freeing. I feel like we're just describing the, so like that Twitter account, that nihilist Arby's, I feel like we're describing what that version of Arby's is like. As if that's the canon, real, like the real Arby's that actually exists. I want
1: some other adjectives, but like for different restaurants, like one for like McDonald's and Mm -hmm. then Taco Bell. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know, like like exuberant, like Wendy's, <laughs> uh-huh. and you know, t- 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 <laughs> Carl's Jr. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, right? That I want to see that Twitter account. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Carl's Jr. Yeah, like yeah. there's there's definitely spaces in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Some under underscore. Yeah, yeah. Ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um,
1: it's just like dot 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 zucchini fries
0: (laughs) do they have those at Carl's Jr I've never been to Carl's Jr Um, I have no idea what they have that
1: is the whole point of Carl's Jr (laughs) I don't know what else they have that's the only thing I've ever gotten there (laughs) it's the only thing that exists in my mind uh huh is a zucchini fry, and it's so good. It's, like, the best. And you can pretend that it's healthy because there's a veggie inside. Uh-huh. And you're like, mmm, it's fries, but it's a veggie. <laughs> and it's just, like, you're dunking it into this, like, I don't know, a thousand degree, a thousand degrees, a thousand that, no, that's, that's... degree calories of mm-hmm. just ranch sauce, just slathered uh-huh. in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, see... Ranch sauce is supposed to be served at a thousand degrees. <laughs> right, like, right. Like you, you have two choices, two <laughs> things you can do in it. You can either dip some zucchini fries in and make it delicious, or drop a T one thousand in and kill it. Like, well, the, you never one know
1: because a when... zucchini
0: fry can live up to to the thousand degree heat.
1: Right, right.
0: But like. A liquid that's why metal they give you those
1: steel gloves with <laughs> exactly. your meal. Exactly. You have to put it on for your own protection.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Um, that's why. That's it's. There's actually a warning on there about the T1000. <laughs> it's like if you're a T1000, do not eat
0: this. Yeah, absolutely it just not. It
1: melts you from the inside. <laughs> you, just... yeah, you got it.
0: No, or you do it like those. Um, like that episode of MythBusters where they, you know, you can, you know, coat your hand in water and then put it in some molten lead. Really quick, you could do the same thing with the ranch sauce. If yeah. you completely soak your hand in water, then you could dip a zucchini fry in that thousand degree ranch sauce real quick, and you're not going to get any burns. Yeah, fine. yeah. Fine.
1: Well, I'm glad that MythBusters.
0: That MythBusters, they definitely did one on zucchini fries and thousand degree ranch sauce. <laughs> good app. It's a good app. Uh, also a good app. This episode of Fraser. <laughs> Not sure if this is a good episode of the podcast. I
1: think it's a great episode. So, Johnny here. (laughs) Johnny. Little Johnny.
0: Johnny. This is.
1: Okay. Every little boy with blonde is named Johnny. Uh huh.
0: Which is weird because this boy isn't blonde but it's,
1: well, it's not
0: <laughs> no. i think i
1: have hair color blindness
0: <laughs> i think you do this i think not everyone's the first time. blonde it's <laughs> not the first I time i just he's... imagine
1: everyone with blonde hair
0: <laughs> yeah johnny definitely does not have blonde i thought hair. you were gonna
1: say johnny depp
0: johnny depp I definitely like, has johnny blonde Depp hair.
1: definitely does not have blonde he, hair he,
0: he totally does i
1: think it's just like when you're you talking have this about light... johnny
0: depp has blonde hair <laughs> he, he absolutely just... does shut
1: are up you talking...
0: do you not know what blonde <laughs> is
1: no my god Dave's you do trying. have hair
2: color blindness. Ah,
1: stop like, it. <laughs> he has blonde hair like you have red hair. Uh-huh.
0: All right. I, yeah. uh
1: uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life. My whole life.
0: Uh, what color
1: is my hair?
0: Purple. As everybody knows, it's always been purple. Except uh, it
1: was purple before.
0: No, it wasn't. This is the first time you've done your hair purple. <laughs> Anyway, so Johnny, let's talk about little blonde Johnny, who isn't blonde at all.
1: (laughs) Okay, do you think this is really rude that he goes up there and just starts talking to a stranger?
0: Yes, I hate this child. Like, I hate him because of Uh, this This is what
1: kids do, but I mean, he's trying to be nice, he says. He is, yeah. My parents said you could eat with us. Yeah,
0: I guess, no, I don't hate Johnny. I hate the parents, because if they want... Frasier to go eat with them. They should
1: have went up they, there. One
0: of them should have gone. Yeah. Like, this is such an Don't awkward. Don't send your kid. Yeah. Because then it's. Uh, that is awkward. That is weird. You can't
1: be mean to a child. Right. Unless you're playing The Sims. Right.
0: <laughs> yes. Definitely be mean to children in that.
1: No. You shouldn't. You shouldn't you be. Should.
0: You should. In no. The Sims. No okay
1: I, t- I only dislike that one child in the sims
0: he's got aviator glasses he is just and... too
1: cool and it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> so my sim goes over there and just tells him off and says his outfit is ugly because <laughs> it is like you dressed yourself today didn't you little johnny he's blonde uh-huh. i don't know what his name is
0: it's funny that kid isn't blonde either
1: I know he's not, okay. but his name is Johnny, I so was, obviously he's blonde. Come on, right. give it the program.
0: By the way, this actor, this little kid, like, mm-hmm. I looked him up, and he's, like, just random boy in one episode of, like, a thousand shows. And it's, like, he's, uh-huh. like, he's in so many shows as, like, kid that shows up once. And, like, it's
1: always the same one he's been typecasted he's like always at a restaurant asking someone <laughs> yeah. to dine with the parents Yes,
0: yeah. he's this kid very nicely dressed i gotta say like i know San that's Gennaro's because is it's a nice fancy restaurant. I, know. restaurant I know but i'm saying like you
1: had to wear a suit and tie this suit
0: looks like it was tailored for this kid he wasn't well
1: yeah you can't just buy an adult suit for a child and slap there, it on there
0: are things that you can you can but this looks like it you was you can yeah absolutely you can buy like Little suit jackets and things for kids. Like,
1: well, sure, yeah.
0: But like, this looks like this is Johnny's suit. Like, this is a nice. This yeah, is a nice suit. his
1: parents are upscale, classy folks.
0: I guess they are. Yeah.
1: Um, they keep his hair the so blonde. Uh huh. <laughs> um. So, okay, so this is when. Frasier hasn't even gotten... Did he get to order yet? No, he ordered wine. He got his wine. But this is when, like, a proposal happens.
0: Yes. Yeah, we right don't even him.
1: know that it's really a proposal, I think, until she screams. Or, no, I mean, we hear it, and then she screams so loud, like yeah, a yeah. blood-curdling cry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we don't hear anything. We just... She screams. It cuts to her. She There's, like, a... He's holding... The guy's holding And then the
1: suddenly it becomes, like, let's share about our lives at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so so awkward. So then he, like... Thanks everyone. Someone who does an announcement that they're having twins.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, this is like this is such a this would be so uncomfortable. Um, Even if I'm not dining alone, I just want to be. I don't know. I feel like really I would weird. feel
1: uncomfortable too. Yeah. I don't like it's not that I am particularly not friendly person, right? But it's just like I'm eating here. Like <laughs> right. I just want. I came to my restaurant to like be at my own like bubble of a table, right, not right. like to hear about your dumb proposal like i don't know like this i don't know what it is it's definitely the way that this is happening Uh because then he gives like some speech about how he like oh i hope we die at the same (laughs) second and i'm just like give me a break
0: so basically he's saying like i hope our house explodes in a gas leak or like i hope we die in a car accident or something because like there are only so many ways to die in the same exact moment. And they're all traumatic and horrible. You know,
1: that's true. But I love this waiter in the background. I don't know if you noticed. Like during the speech, mm. uh-huh. he just looks like he's super into it.
2: <laughs> I, but he's I, like,
1: he has like glasses mm. on and he's like tall. And I'm just like, looking at his face. Uh-huh. We just watched something the other day. Oh, I think it was the Cracked video. Uh-huh. The I don't know who. Who does that? The guy the guy that does that video.
0: Which video was it?
1: The guy that does the thing, and he sits at a desk, and he has a voice, and he's I a mean, man, and he's probably not blonde. <laughs>
0: Daniel O'Brien? Yes. Yeah. The-
1: okay, so he was talking about how he likes watching movies and TV shows over right. and over again, but then you get to a point where you stop paying attention to the main things that are happening and yeah, yeah. focus on like the background characters. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's what I did in this moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just looking at this waiter. I was just like, this man is tall and he has uh-huh. glasses on. He's not blonde. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: And I was just like, this actor, like, is just like, yeah, enthusiasm. <laughs> Woo. And like that's what he... Like, I don't know. That's yeah, yeah. so interesting to me.
0: Yep. So that's actually a thing that comes up. I think we've talked about this podcast in the past on this uh, in this podcast. It's uh the worst idea of all time podcast where they just spent a year watching Grown Ups Two mm-hmm. every week and reviewing it every week, and pretty short like pretty early on they started talking about the fact that like they've watched it so many times that they stop paying attention to what any of the actor the main actors are doing and they start watching the background. So every episode, they start doing a thing like their favorite, like extra moment, like thing going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that's the thing. Like when you've seen what you're supposed to be looking at so many times, mm-hmm. there's a point where you start noticing what everything else that's going well, on. Well, it's
1: like one of my favorite movies is Empire Wreckers and mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that go on in the background of that movie. One, Mm -hmm. you can, like, there's, like, racks and racks of CDs and records and, like, stuff on the wall you Mm -hmm. can, like, pay attention to. Right. There's lots of people around Mm -hmm. doing weird stuff. There's lots to analyze going on in that movie. Yeah. And it's just a very interesting kind of movie to look at the background of.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, I've had... Uh, I have kind of the same thing with Ghostbusters. I've watched it so many times that, like, I start now whenever I watch it, I always notice, like, like, different things that are going on with people in the background and things like that that I always found sort of, that I I never really noticed before. Mm -hmm. And, like, though I'm more of the thinking more about backstory and, like, side, like other theories about what's going on and stuff like that more than, like, noticing the extras. It's thinking about, like, what's really going on in this scene with that kind of stuff? That's not what's happening here. All that's happening here is there's a waiter with some glasses who's clapping. And (laughs) then, uh,
1: this is when Fraser just decides to go eat with Johnny's family. Yep,
0: yep. Basically (laughs) proving what he was saying before about how it's totally fine to eat alone and everything. It's essentially just saying, it's not actually fine. Not... No, I think
1: it is sometimes, just this was a particularly noisy Uh restaurant experience.
0: Yep. So, uh, normally I would talk about the poll during the we're listening part, but I feel like we should talk about it now.
1: You don't want to, let's just talk about it then. You want to talk about it now? Okay, let's talk about it now.
0: I think it says something now. So, because, so we did a poll on Twitter for this episode, um, and we basically just, we just asked... What's her Twitter? Oh, so the podcast has a Twitter, it's at Frasier Podcast. When we think of something and actually remember to put it up, when I remember to put it up, because I usually am the one to forget, uh, we will do a poll. It's uh, And for this one, we did, uh, have you ever gone out to eat alone? And we got 18 answers on this. So the choices were either, yes, I like to, yes, unfortunately, no, never felt like it, or no, I would never. Every answer was a yes. All 18 people that answered gave a yes. 14 of them said, yes, I like to. And only four said, yes, unfortunately. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, so everybody that answered has done it before, and most actually like to. Uh,
1: I just went out and ate lunch by myself at Mm -hmm. a restaurant,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, a Vietnamese restaurant, and... I was not, someone else came in mm-hmm. after me also sitting by themselves and I started like looking at them and thinking about why they were here by themselves uh-huh. and I was like, oh yeah, he's obviously on lunch break and he works at one of the places nearby uh-huh. yeah, yeah. and then I was like, I I want to invite him to sit here and then we can have a chat. <laughs> uh-huh. That's not going to happen, <laughs> right, right. but I'm going to sit here and just like think about this <laughs> and then I'm like... I'm, like, everyone's looking at me eating this, like, far wrong, uh-huh. and I don't know what I'm doing, and then, <laughs> oh, I'm getting so full. I can't eat all of this. What am I supposed to do? I feel so awkward. <laughs> but it was, like, fine. Uh-huh. It was, like, it, it feels, it's, I, it makes a restaurant experience really different, because usually you go out to a restaurant with, like, one other person or a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and it's just totally different. When you go by yourself, like, you can focus on, like, your food. Yeah. It's almost like a mind- a mindful like uh, like being in the present moment kind yeah. of exercise yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like oh yes I'm like eating this food and it tastes good uh-huh. and like you look at the other people in the restaurant yeah, yeah, and yeah. you just think and it's like you're not sometimes like you read a book or mm-hmm. something right, right too I I I don't
2: mm-hmm.
1: but, but I, I try not to use my phone or anything at all right Uh, But, you know, it's like, oh, I'll take my picture of my food Uh because I'm one of those people. Uh And I just I feel like there's like something to it that is so interesting to me because it's it's like, oh, yeah, I'm by myself, but I'm by myself around a lot of other people. (laughs) Uh Uh And it's just really interesting experience. That's I think I think this is why people like traveling alone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. I think that is true. So the only places I've ever eaten alone are at like a McDonald's or something like that but I used to actually make a but it, it wasn't just like because I happened to need something to eat and I stopped in a McDonald's which just mm-hmm. like whatever like but I used to do a thing where um during the summer one year almost every day I, like I was doing a lot of writing and so what I would do was I would leave my house and I would walk the mile to McDonald's Thinking through the next section of the story I was writing, and where were
1: you living in Maine? Yeah. Okay, I was like walking a mile to McDonald's.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was when I was living in Maine. There weren't a lot of places to go, but also it was a good distance for me to like Mm -hmm. think things through. So be thinking through the next like several pages of the thing that I was writing, and so I would walk that mile and kind of talk it through in my head, you know, Mm -hmm. or out loud, trying to figure out like the way it would go, and then I would get to the McDonald's, buy my food, sit down, and write down what I had been, like, talking through for the mm-hmm. last, for the last mile, and it was actually a really good way for me to, like, did get...
1: You, did you actually talk out loud, or did you
0: Sometimes, yeah, yeah. So I would think it through, for, like, for a while, and then I would start saying it, because by saying it out loud, it both solidified it and helped me figure out where it was awkward and sounded wrong.
1: Oh, like, dialogue choices, Like, or...
0: anything, but yeah, dialogue also, but even just like narr- like narrative stuff, it would also still... Like- you need,
1: like, one of those recorders, like, in Twin Peaks. Uh, like, I do. Diane.
0: I did have one of those. Uh-huh. So that, I back when I used to blog all the time, I and I was working at a department store... Okay,
1: pause one second. Okay. A thing about blogging, when I used to blog all the time, going out and doing things by yourself is the best yeah. way to come up with things to, mm-hmm. like, write about and blog about. Yeah. Because... You're not distracted by the part. Like when I'm out with my friend, I'm talking to my friend, enjoying my right. like experience of being out with my friend. When I'm right. by myself, like I'm thinking in a totally different way. And I think it's such a great way to look at the world differently. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyways, yeah. unpause.
0: So when so I used to work at a, at a department store in the shoe department and it wasn't a very popular shoe department. So a lot of times I was the only one in that area. And so I had a little mini tape recorder and I had a lapel mic. And what I would do is I actually, I would keep the tape recorder in my pocket, like in my pants pocket. And then I kind of snaked the cord of my lapel mic up inside my shirt and would hook it onto the inside of like my name tag, like under the smock that I had to wear Mm -hmm. at that department store. So you wouldn't be able to see it as a person like walking around, but it was there. And I would just... (laughs) When I was by myself, I would hit record and just start talking and like saying things. And then I could just stop.
2: And you
0: wouldn't know if you were walking around. You would never know what I was doing, except maybe talking to myself if you happened to see me and I didn't notice. But I would be like dictating what I was going to write later. Mm -hmm. And so like I had all this time to myself to kind of think things through again, like my walk to McDonald's. And then I would like record it so that when I got home, I could just type up my thing that I've been saying to myself.
1: One, that's really hard to, like, record yourself and then listen to it later. Yeah. Because I would just get bored. (laughs) I'm not somebody that likes talking out loud to things, even though I had an audio diary when Uh, I was, like, 11.
0: Yeah. It's very, very strange for a person to talk out loud to themselves in a recording.
1: You mean, like, what we're doing
0: right now? I do mean that, yes. Yeah. I
1: but this is the thing. It's like I prefer to write things down too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like even my notes. Uh huh. I just completed, uh, one notebook of Fraser notes. Yeah. Pretty much the entire notebook, except maybe like two or three pages in the very beginning, are all just notes from Fraser. Right. And I just started my new notebook
2: uh-huh. at the
1: end of season four. <laughs> uh huh. And it's such a it's so weird that I handwrite these notes. Yeah. Somebody was saying my handwriting was rough. They're like, oh, that's rough. It's hard to read. <laughs> that's a
0: rude thing to say to somebody. Well,
1: it's on the first time. But at least the other person didn't say that it was rough. They just were like, I don't know what that says. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. My handwriting, I even have trouble understanding what I wrote. Mm-hmm. Because I realized just how sloppy it is. Mm-hmm. It's suddenly gotten... Because I'm not handwriting something every day to be right. legible. I'm handwriting something, like, really quickly. Right. And it's just like... My hand doesn't know what to do anymore. It's just like flipping and flopping all <laughs> over the place. It's just like no wrist control. Just, just <laughs> scribbles. Yep. You know what? Okay, so here we are yep. in the <laughs> next section.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're we're a little all over the place today. Okay, but it's fine. love
1: among the ruins. Uh-huh.
0: So okay, we're back at Freysha's apartment. He's I did not bas-
1: write that. I don't understand.
0: What did you? What is the first? I thing wrote
1: that poor man.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh! So he's explaining what happened to him at the restaurant. Yeah, he was saying the, the Oh, oh, yeah, because it was Roz's birthday. Yeah, and they still brought out the birthday cake for right. Roz, they but did. they sang it to Fraser because Roz wasn't there.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And like Martin's just like, but it's not your birthday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, this is very strange.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are Martin and Daphne eating dinner? Are they? They're eating in the scene. I remember Martin was going out for, with I Sherry. they were, like,
0: playing cards or something.
1: No, they're eating some kind of food.
0: Oh, I didn't... Are they... Well, are they eating the pie? Oh,
1: maybe they're eating the... Yeah, maybe they're eating the pie. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. Yes, they must be eating the pie. That makes a lot more sense. So yeah. because remember Sherry the Martin was going out with Sherry because he couldn't go out right. either. Right. Daphne's already back from her date?
0: I guess like yeah, because yeah, that means that yeah, Martin's like dinner at Sherry's that Sherry was making and Daphne's date with Greg have What's both a- ended as okay, quickly I'm- as as Frasier's dinner by himself. How
1: long is a typical date? For how long do you think a typical date is?
0: Uh, well, okay. I'm going to say whatever the answer is, it's longer than one person's trip to a restaurant by themselves. Because how
1: long are they there? Like, he's maybe there for like an hour and a half. Uh-huh. I would say like two hours if you were like with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would say like 45 minutes to like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. She's already home. I feel like a normal date, maybe I think this is really long. I don't know, like 5 hours?
0: Yeah. It maybe. should probably. I mean Maybe that's a, maybe
1: that's a good date.
0: I mean, that's a good date. But regardless of how long it is, both going to someone's house for them to cook you dinner, someone you've been dating a while like for months, and going on Any date that isn't a complete disaster should be faster than-
1: It should be faster? Should
0: be longer, rather, (laughs) than one person going to a restaurant by themselves and then coming home because they poured a bunch of wine on themselves. Though he does- Oh, okay. He does say he went and walked around the streets for a while by himself. Yes,
1: yes. Okay. So we're just going to assume it's like the last episode and he's just like- yeah. Kicking trash cans <laughs> yeah. and rats. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he kicked any rats. I
0: don't think he kicked any rats. So,
1: yeah, he's talking about how he's 4-3 and alone. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and... he he stopped. So I feel like this is important for who he is and what's going on. Yeah. Is for the first time on the show, he now thinks of himself as single rather than recently divorced.
1: I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. Is, you know, people make jokes about that. It's like... You know, when you move into a new apartment, mm-hmm. six months later, you're like, oh, yeah, I, this is a new apartment. Right. But even a year later, you could be like, yeah, I'm new to this apartment. And then like two years ago and you're like, yeah, this is new. Oh, it's not really new yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. It's not new.
2: No,
0: it's really. Yeah, it like exactly. takes
1: a while for something like that. A- and I especially think, especially, and I especially think in divorces, since they can take a long time to sort of conclude. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, you're not really thinking of yourself as divorced maybe, especially if you are having a relationship with your spouse because you have a child. Right. And it could be harder to sort of think of yourself as actually being single because you probably don't, you're probably not gonna go off dating right away depending on the circumstances. Right, right, right. You probably need time to like digest and just like be okay with like being alone and, like, Mm -hmm. these things. But then you don't want to exactly be alone because you've been with somebody else. Right, right. And it's, like, this weird kind of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I know somebody that, like, from the moment that officially, like, considered herself divorced to, like, the final paperwork being signed Mm -hmm. took a year and a half. Like, she was dating and, like, other things. Like, she had gotten past that point so she could date and all that stuff. But it still took a year and a half before the final actual... Everything got split, like separated. All the bank accounts, like the final stuff that had to be signed, was a year and a half after she they were officially divorced.
1: And like we don't know how long, you know, people are often separated. Like we've seen, like Niles and Maris were separated, right? Because sometimes you're just taking that time to decide: Are you going to get divorced? Do you just need time apart to sort of figure out what's going on? Right. So I think there's a lot of time to adjust. So he's finally adjusting to this and yeah. realizing what that means for him. Right. But well, you know what?
0: Oh, I was also going to say, related to that, the, there's it, when you're talking about how like there's that moment where you realize it isn't new anymore. There's always like there's a There's like a time. There's a time lapse between when that happens and when you actually think about it and realize that. Well, it thinking
1: happened. about it and saying out loud are two different things.
0: Well, yeah, right. But what I'm saying is that like.
1: Well, I mean, because I feel like when you actually are saying it out loud, you're actually confirming thoughts you've had. You're like, "No, this is a real thing." Yeah, you're not just processing the feelings of it. You're actually like, "Yep, this is this is who I am." Yep,
2: yep. But But I I want
1: to say that Martin's trying to make it better. Yeah, yeah. With some mock apple pie. Uh huh. Okay, I thought this was fake.
0: No, it's definitely not fake. i had heard about it before. This really, absolutely, yeah. I asked you. you. So, oh. I didn't remember what it was. Oh but yeah, I definitely so knew of it. it's
1: mock because it's made with crackers. Yep. Okay, come on, that's bonkers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm gonna. Te- I'm gonna say I'm pretty sure I have had this before and didn't know what it was. I didn't know why it was mock apple pie. I didn't think about it. It was just. Did it taste like apples? That, who knows? It was just what it was. Just like yeah, okay, it's apple pie. Like, but like, it's not. Wait, but I think I had this when I was like a kid. And I don't think I, like, thought about it. It was So it must
1: have tasted similar enough to an apple pie for you to sort of accept it as an apple pie. Or
0: just, like, it was pie. Like, and it was, I liked it. So I didn't really, like, think too much about it. Okay, because
1: I want to say, I almost want to try this because I love apple pie. Uh Because I love apples. Yeah, yeah. But then, I don't want to eat a cracker. (laughs) Yeah want to eat like in yeah. my head this is just like a pie with a bunch of saltines <laughs> yeah. i mean i know they're like crunched up and yeah, yeah. You, like mixed stuff in there
0: yeah the thing is like so you sent me that recipe you sent me a recipe for mock mm-hmm. apple pie and i'm reading it and i'm just thinking how in the world is this like an apple pie like well, how it has does it cinnamon taste in like? it. sure but like it like that doesn't mean it has apple in it like it doesn't actually have any apple Apple
1: flavoring yeah yeah
0: there's nothing apple in it at all so i don't know how but i feel like i want to try it like i want to try making yeah i want to try making
1: it so i can see yeah does it taste similar or is it just crap (laughs) i want to get a really mini pie dish to make i don't want to make a whole pie of this right whole cracker pie Like, I, it just seems weird. It does
0: seem weird. But, like, I don't know. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's good.
1: I know. I think it sounds good mm-hmm. from the recipes. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I really, really like apple pie. Like, I don't, I realized, I'm, I'm just going to say it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I really am not a pie person. <laughs> I've known it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm officially coming out as not liking pie. <laughs> but I do love apple pie.
0: Okay but don't you also like that creamy oreo pie
1: it's okay but would i choose that over a cake i would i mean maybe but i feel like like... okay so i like banana cream pie and Mm -hmm. i like maybe key lime but Uh i would never i don't like think about it like when i think of like desserts i'd rather just have like a moist i'm sorry everyone i'm sorry (laughs) i went there cake
0: yeah this, I feel like the thing is saying that word before cake is like the only time people aren't as grossed out by it. It's weird.
1: No, but, I was really like heavy on how I pronounced yes. it <laughs> I, by accident.
0: Uh-huh. Um, because so,
1: my mouth started watering when I started thinking about a delicious cake and I yeah. was just like, mmm, cake.
0: So anybody who hates the word moist definitely wants to think about how much your mouth was watering while you were saying I'm moist. i
1: it doesn't have anything to do with the word. You said it like 10 times just now. What?
0: I did not. I, look, I barely said I, I moist. Won't. So.
1: Get out of here. <laughs> I already said you couldn't talk anymore.
0: I do. Okay. I do like the line when explaining what, what the mock apple pie was where Frasier just like, oh, good. Nothing spoils an apple pie like apples.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this is when we get the Niles at the door. we yep. also done with his date. Right.
0: That's the thing. Like, So. I can almost, so the thing is like, so Martin wasn't planning on staying at Sherry's, you know, even though yeah. he stays over there. They stay over at each other's place all the time. He but just we went
1: over there for dinner. Yeah.
0: I feel like if I'm with somebody, like if I'm dating somebody and like I stay at their house regularly, if there's a date specifically about them making me dinner yeah, i'm maybe probably she gonna has stay something over. to
1: do maybe she has to get up early the next day you don't know like guess, when you I mean, live in the same city it's not like when you're like, like in a long distance thing you're like well i'm going over there i'm like yeah. not gonna stay in a hotel
0: i suppose but also like how did he get home niles has his car so like
1: sherry dropped him off okay Sherry picked him up and dropped him off
0: okay sure. see
1: that's reasonable
0: yeah but then oh
1: maybe that's the reason why he didn't stay
0: I feel like that would be the reason he would say. Okay,
1: I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I don't care that much, honestly. No. But I love that in, during the date
2: mm-hmm. that
1: Marta pretended to be Maris' dad. Yep, yep. And she was drunk off Rob Royce. Uh-huh. And shot, what, potatoes at him? No, from a, Swedish meatballs. Swedish meatballs from a blunderbuss. Right. An antique blunderbuss. <laughs> blunderbuss won. Good word. Good word. Yep. Two, I always think of the final boss in Donkey Kong Country 2. Uh-huh. Because he has a blunderbuss because he's a pirate <laughs> alligator. Uh-huh. And puffy clouds come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're awful. I haven't beaten that game yet.
2: <laughs> we have to do that. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: but this is when we get another call from Laura. Yep. She's at the airport. She's <laughs> just calling to remind them, remind her, like, yo, going to yep. be there.
0: Yep uh so yeah a few got things got a nice anymore. voice yep he, yeah so she thinks she thinks Frazier is the guy that m- her sister molly is with mm-hmm. i guess um because which is why i say like i guess Frazier doesn't give a name uh-huh. because like she says the name of like who she thinks it is she also tells molly to like clean her car out so she can put her cello in it you know says says some stuff in french that's when, you know, Daphne kind of points out this woman's going to get, you know, stranded at the airport because of what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And starts to suggest that, like, you know, they start saying, like, you know, she seems like somebody that you might like, Frazier, You know, like, she plays the cello. She likes neatness. She speaks Okay, French. I want to
1: say that this ticks so many boxes for me. Because uh-huh. I love this kind of, I, I don't know, I want to say shameless, but I don't know if that's the word. But this very idolistic, like, very, like romantic mm-hmm. kind of daydreamy view of going to the airport mm-hmm. and meeting this person and not not falling in love. Right, right, But like maybe you just hang out and you have a really great time together. Yeah. And to me, I love that. Uh-huh. I I just want I know, maybe I just want my life to be like uh, an indie movie.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can't
1: help it. It's probably gonna have Zoe Deschanel in it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Zoe to so so Chanel leaves me a voice message. She's like, you know, hey, I picked up some tomato soup. <laughs> I saw it was raining outside. <laughs> and, and, you know, you should meet me at so-and-so. And I'm going to go there. And uh-huh. then we're going to fall in love. Uh, and, and it's going to be great.
0: But then you're going to figure out later that everything she's been saying about not being this perfect catch is actually true. And you should have listened to her We're going to stay together
1: anyways. And we're going to adopt <laughs> a cat
0: uh this, this movie is apparently called 500 days of siri and um
1: it's gonna be great uh-huh. there's gonna be so many cats in it we run a siri, cat
0: can you adopt me a cat can
1: you... <laughs> no except that you wouldn't use siri anywhere you'd use like uh what what's the amazon one? Oh, uh, like...
0: alexa yeah, yeah. <laughs> alexa can you ask siri to adopt me a cat
1: uh i'm be like cat five hundred dollars <laughs> blue speckles glitter
0: eyes <laughs> yeah. uh or just like a tractor appears in like front of your house it was like cat brand like. But,
1: I, but a cat is driving the tractor <laughs> and then zach braff shows up huh and then um and zach galvanakis uh, and then we go on an adventure
0: that would be quite the adventure i would go on that adventure just and, like just like everybody riding on like the sides of the of the tractor that's yeah, still being both- driven by a cat
1: yeah, it's, we're all hanging out the side just going, wee! Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah but then somebody... then some
0: tremors dig a trench in front of it and it crashes. This is a crazy movie.
1: Oh, yeah, it's I definitely gonna watch have... This crazy <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, we're definitely gonna get stuck in, like, a trench that a tremor... Yeah. Yes.
0: I want to watch this movie. And then we had to
1: hide out on a rock, <laughs> and then there's a camp out.
0: But yeah. then the rock is there.
1: Yes! And, he... and he's
0: pretending to be the... And he's the tooth fairy.
1: And he's... A punches the tremor
0: punches it right into space
1: yes yes (laughs) but then
0: it lands on the moon and hits sam rockwell's like like little his his rover wow this movie whole i want to watch it i want to watch this movie it's a good movie top-notch movie anyway so not (laughs) happening none of that is happening in this episode of (laughs) fraser
2: (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, did we actually even say the name of the section?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. Um, I mean, there was a section name. So I love
1: this, Uh they're trying to—they're trying to set like, Fraser, like, oh, you need to go to the airport and pick Laura up because uh-huh. no one's going to be there to pick her up, right? And she, he's like, well, realistically, she'll just take a taxi, right? And I like that. Martin's like, you can't tell a person. You know, you can't tell anything uh, about a person from their voice. Right. And, like, Niall says, well, yes, I. somebody said when they listened to me that I sounded up tight.
0: <laughs> right. And Martin sounds like a cranky old geezer. Yeah.
1: Um, what do, I'm curious, like, what do our voices say about people, to people?
0: I am curious about that. And, and like, if you want to let us know, you know, you can send us something either, on twitter which i mentioned before is that fraser I mean, podcast we talk
1: a lot about ourselves right
0: or you could send it to fraserpod at gmail.com but yeah i'm curious about i'm curious about that too but yeah i was gonna say we do talk about ourselves a lot so if you've listened to all <laughs> these episodes we're
1: narcissists yes <laughs> then um, like
0: you kind of know who we are a bit i
1: love this uh even martin's getting in on this like oh, you should just go do it, Fraser. You can meet someone in, like, a romantic way. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that it'd be romantic. That's what, you know, that's how you, your mother and I met. And yeah. they were like, you met over a chalk outline. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's romantic, you know, for us. Right. And then he talks about, like, at Christmas time, the mom would make the gingerbread cookies. Yeah.
0: Was it Christmas time or their anniversary?
1: Oh, I thought it was, no, it was around Christmas. Why would you make gingerbread on your anniversary?
0: Because she's making the crooked thing the well bodies, i just like, i like
1: how horrified niles is uh-huh. and it's just like oh, i thought they were dancing <laughs> yeah. I mean, we thought they were dancing yep. but no nope.
0: so the other important thing here like that i think says a lot because uh, we mentioned before martin mentioning that greg was gorgeous He also, when they're talking about all the reasons that Laura sounds perfect, mentions you know she expresses affection easily, so that's good. And everyone just gives him this look, like there's so. He's like, oh,
1: can't a person change or something, right? uh,
0: Yeah, he says, "Pardon me for growing a little." Yeah, yeah, which I think is really good. I like this idea of him like actually growing. I am curious if this is because we talked about the difference between the different writers mm-hmm. does that carry on with the different writers
1: yeah yeah that forward? is that is curious i'm curious about that too yeah i like daphne telling her romantic story about uh-huh. being 18 and visiting stonehenge great place
2: uh-huh.
0: to
1: visit uh-huh. and also you might meet somebody that's a descendant from the druids <laughs>
0: you might according and i daphne love that did.
1: Fraser's just like that is the one place where that would work yeah <laughs> I don't know if that would win me over
0: i don't know if it would it wouldn't
1: matter it would be like have to do with the charm of the person saying it
0: yeah yeah absolutely and And again look only at stonehenge
1: pretty much like
0: anywhere else somebody comes up to you and is like
1: or is that how the opening of phantasm goes (laughs) i'm pretty sure they're just sending some druids and phantasm aren't they
0: uh I don't know. I
1: thought there's like weird druid there stuff in There might be druid
0: stuff in that. There's definitely druid stuff. We've talked I think we in Halloween 3. Oh, steal, maybe that's what
1: I'm thinking. Cuz
0: they steal part of Stonehenge in that.
1: Oh, never mind. That's yeah. probably it. And
0: I think Troll 2 also has a piece of Stonehenge in it. It's
1: mystic. It's it very is mystic. mystic. I I've read this entire book how Merlin moves Stonehenge from like <laughs> You know, I don't know some other place. It was a book, a real book about uh-huh. Merlin.
0: Well, those stones are from Wales, which is nowhere near. But uh, no, Scotland. I don't
1: think. Well, maybe that's what it was about. Who knows? He's Merlin and he can do whatever he <laughs> yeah. wants.
0: I mean, I say it's nowhere near It was near a history Scotland.
1: book. This is a thing, though.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not kidding about no, this. No, I
0: believe you that you read this book, but. This,
1: like, Merlin
0: did not move Stonehenge. um,
1: Excuse me. According to this book, it it wasn't, like, a real, like, it was, like, written in, like, a historical way, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't, like, a fiction book either. It was Uh definitely, like, but you kind of knew that it wasn't real. Uh Like, what they were saying wasn't real, Uh but they thought it was real. Like, the person writing this about Merlin and Stonehenge thought it was real.
0: Okay. I mean... If what you're if but it was
1: old like this is an old thing oh, okay, from like okay. I don't know like the 1700s, 1400s I don't okay. know whenever
0: well so because
1: Merlin times
0: <laughs> so yeah I could see a, you know you
1: couldn't call a person to tell them you were gonna be late back then you you could if
0: you were Merlin
1: well, you, you would, just show up. You just show up. Well, you you might, use or you
0: send like a like a holographic image of yourself.
1: I just yeah. Well, I just but... send them to Stonehenge. <laughs> tell them to wait for me there.
0: Well, okay. So what I was gonna say was, I could definitely see reading a historical document or not historical doc, like a historical book about myths about Stonehenge or myths about it's Merlin not or whatever. A
1: myth. It wasn't like a myth. Right. I don't remember like, what it was, <laughs> and I cannot Google this book because I cannot find it because uh-huh. it's probably too ridiculous, and they're just like, we need to hide that this ever was published. I uh-huh. own this book, uh-huh. and I read it in high school, and it was weird.
0: <laughs> yep. So I also we also find out about Niles's one like romantic random encounter story where yeah. he he uh, was flying home from college and met a woman on the plane. Uh, cause when he got bumped to first class, um, uh, an
1: older lady, an, ol-
0: an older woman, and she suggested joining the mile high club and he w- didn't know what it was, but he's trying to be suave. So he just said, I don't travel enough for that to be worth it. Oh, Niles. that Oh, uh, uh, uh. I do like that. Like, I think it's a funny story, but I especially like him saying like, wow, that was 20 years ago. Nope, still can't laugh about it. Like, for him, it's still, like, so disappointing. I feel
1: like this is a common theme that I've heard mm. from men, is just being sad and bitter about missing a sex connection.
0: That, yeah, yeah, that is and something it's just you like, people look, a lot. like, look, if it was
1: 20 years ago, <laughs> like, just get over it. Yeah,
0: I guess the, it would be, for me, I think it would be less that, like, I didn't have sex with that one person and more... God, I was an idiot. Like, yeah. like being like still being embarrassed about being that much of an idiot. I feel idiot? like
1: this is maybe this is a difference between men and women, but I can't think of I'm not trying to like out anything, but just like 20 years from now, like yeah, you might remember that experience like, right. oh yeah, you know, I had sex in an airplane or whatever. Right. But is it going to be like super memorable? Do you think it's going to be great? Mm-hmm. Like enough to like remember it.
0: I feel like it would be memorable because of the fact that it happened. Like the actual like. But
1: it's still memorable because it didn't happen. Right, right. right. For all you know, it would have been really bad and awkward (laughs) and like, you, you, you know, she goes in there and she's actually like, uh, uh, a warlock and she turns you <laughs> she, into like a troll
0: yeah she's a druid and she's gonna like she's merlin she teleports <laughs> you to a different place yeah, and she, now you're at stonehenge yeah
1: exactly. like, i was just trying to go to seattle that's all i wanted that's see yeah see it's good you avoided that that's true that you is didn't true. end up just in stonehenge like locked into like a stone <laughs> just your face it's like it's han solo it's, all it's, over again <laughs>
0: It's a little-known fact, but inside every stone at Stonehenge is a person who tried to join the Mile High Club with Merlin. Every, <laughs> every one of them. Every one of them. Anyway, so Frazier basically decides he's doing it. Like, he's going. He's going to the airport. He's he almost Mo- leaves
1: with that wine shirt. He
0: does. He does. Because... Yet again, nobody in a sitcom understands that once when, when you decide when you're trying to like barrel ahead and do something and someone's desperately trying to stop you, they probably have a good reason to stop you. No,
1: never. Never. <laughs> like
0: stop talking, stop going, let them That's say what the thing. people are
1: trying to say to us right now yeah. during this podcast.
0: Here's the thing. Those people can all hit stop if they really want to. Please don't. I hope you don't. We,
1: we love that you're listening. We, I, I'm sorry that this is so off the rails. We were a having a lot of off the rails yeah. moments lately. So we're at the airport. Uh-huh. I love this season because we see so many different locations. We do see a and lot it makes more me, locations. I just love this. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing all the different locations. Yep. And like, uh, I really love this it's episode. It's because they
0: have more of a budget now. Yeah. Which is yeah. not to say like, Look, people had probably high expectations for Frasier from the beginning. Like, yeah. it's coming from Cheers, you know, Fraser was a pretty big character on that by the end of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure this wasn't, like, a low-budget thing that they were oh, like, sure, let's see sure. how it works out. But this definitely went even, like, beyond the viewership mm-hmm. of Cheers, I believe. And, yeah. and so...
1: I think there like, were a lot of people that watch Frasier that never watched Cheers. Right.
0: So by like season four, the network has definitely been like, okay, we're going to put some money into this. Like we're going to build some more sets. We're I think go season to four is my
1: favorite season, but we'll see him once we start if, season five and yeah. I'm like, oh man, season five is yeah. the best.
0: Because you definitely thought it was season three until we watched season no, four. No, I
1: realize now that I never thought it was season three. Season three's got good stuff, but season four, it's right. got good stuff. Right.
0: But I'm saying when we were talking about it in season two, you said True. season three. True. True. So
1: I didn't, that's because they're memorable episodes, but I think this is my favorite cause hot and foamy. (laughs) Um, so I love that they're the people at the airport Mm -hmm. with the signs. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, he just has Laura written on a sign and he looks really worried. She hasn't shown up yet. Mm -hmm. And then I love how he introduces himself where it's just like Molly's son, a driver Mm -hmm. and he's just like no, I'm a psychiatrist. I'm here to help you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, Molly's having me committed? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is like when, like, back in the episode with the three dates, uh-huh. where he, he makes says that line about, like, it was only one night. She means nothing to me. Yeah. Where, like, Frasier, as a psychiatrist, you should be aware of how certain oh, no, specific no, no. phrases... I think
1: sometimes your mind just blanks on the best thing to say. Yeah. I am a good example of this. Remember uh- when... Uh, I met John DeFillo of the mm-hmm. Death Ray Davis. No one knows who he is, but hi, John.
2: Yeah.
1: You're awesome. Uh, and he, you know, he's a lead singer of a band mm-hmm. and really prominent musician in Dallas. Right. So he was playing a show here. Dave kind of has an in with yeah. him. I,
0: I knew, I had talked to him a bunch of times. Like, I, like, he knew who I was, but so he hadn't So
1: I... So, Dave introduces me, and I just say, I'm dying up from Dallas. <laughs> I'm dying up from Dallas is all I could say.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Why did
1: I say that? <laughs>
2: just, I'm
1: just like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I just need to die now. It's <laughs> my only option. I wish Merlin was here. <laughs> I wish I could be taken to Stonehenge at this moment. <laughs> Whenever you're like, that's that's the true embarrassment.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, Like yeah. When you're
1: really embarrassed, you're just like, I wish Merlin was here.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Right, I get that. But I'm saying there are specific phrases that definitely have a very specific meaning and
1: um, Frazier should say, know these
0: two. Like those two No, phrases. this is
1: hilarious and I'm glad that oh, I it, said it. It is hilarious, But I agree. Uh, so she's really sweet and says, you know, oh, thanks for coming down. You know, like you're like, what are you, the world's nicest guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Let me buy you a drink for like yeah. coming down yeah. here. because
0: she doesn't want him to drive her. Yeah. Which I kind of get. Like even as nice as he is, it's, you, you know, he says that, she says that, um... I
1: don't you know, think I would go with a stranger yeah, either, Yeah,
0: right? Even though... Because you
1: don't know... She's not from Seattle, right? right? So even though she recognizes him as that person... Right. Anyone could be... Why would I believe that that's Rachel? I know everyone knows his yeah. face.
0: Yeah. I mean, she also knows, like... It sounds like she's listened to the show before. So, like, she would recognize both probably his face and his I don't face think I would believe voice.
1: anyone. I remember somebody came up to me and was like, Hey, can I help you cure your groceries? Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure he just wanted to help me carry my groceries. But I was just like, no, I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, Because I don't want anyone to walk me to my, like, apartment. Right. Because I don't know what they're going to do.
0: And, like, it's. It's not like I mean, no they weren't celebrity even has Friedrich ever done Green. anything bad. Like, just because she recognizes him from the radio doesn't mean, yeah. like, he's a safe person to and go home with. And I also think
1: she, you know, she also says, like, she lives an hour away, which would right. really be putting him out. Right, right. So, but anyways, this is nice. She, she goes to buy him a drink and he wants to take her cello. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, no, I checked my cello. This is my purse. Yeah. But no one ever laughs at that <laughs> joke. I think yeah. that's a funny joke. I do
0: think it's a good joke, too.
1: Um, so this is when she orders a sherry, mm-hmm. and like you can tell, like, Frasier's getting excited. Yep.
0: Yeah, Because especially because she's kind of snobby about the mm-hmm. sherry. Like, cause you can't expect much from airport sherry, you know? Yeah. But and, and, like, he's so awkward because, like, she says that thing about, like, I must sound like the perfect snob, and, and he's like, yeah. I mean, no. I mean, I'm agreeing with the thing about the sherry. And I feel like the other way he could have like responded to that would have been worse because the other way he could have responded to it was basically she sounds perfect, you know, mm-hmm. like, because I think she's reacting to the fact that it sounds like she sounds like a snob. But I've
1: been hanging out with people where they've said all those things and I'm just like, really like excited that we're having like this connection. Yeah. And it's weird because I feel like sometimes that's how it is with people. Or other people just don't. But I think it's because of my like idolistic like view of like the world where mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yes, this obviously means something. <laughs> right, right. Like this is, you know, it's like that movie Serendipity where you're <laughs> riding a tractor and you go to the moon and all this stuff.
0: <laughs> and, I, I remember that scene And, and John
1: Cusack's there and he's like, you must love dogs. And I'm like, <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> and then he's a kickboxer uh-huh. and then i give him a pen and then there's this whole thing and, and and then it's like
2: oh wow
1: but you know like i understand this moment that freeser's having right now it's just like who drinks sherry
0: right right no one yeah yeah, yeah so like he loves sherry this? at a bar like at, a, at an airport bar right so
1: but then we hear then we learn that that Laura is married. Yep. Because she, she unlike Daphne, picks up on the signals. Yeah,
2: yeah, she sure
0: does. She does
1: kind of say, like, I think I know what's going on here, and I just want to say, like, I'm married. Right. And they talk about how, you know, oh, yeah, I used to do stuff like this when I was single, you know, the anticipation, the excitement, and the hope. Uh-huh. And then marriage is the death of all that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not like... Because she's saying she's not, like, against marriage. Yeah. She's against the, like... She's just saying that, like, the fun of being single is very different from the fun of being married. Yeah. But, like, it sounds pretty bad when she says it. I think there's
1: still excitement and anticipation and hope, but it's very different kind of feeling than when you are single and you're like meeting somebody for that first time and you have this new energy with somebody and it's so exciting right until it's not exciting anymore (laughs) right and you're married yeah or not because they broke up with you for just an inane reason (laughs) just like oh you don't like pineapples see ya (laughs) like
0: come on (laughs) right what a ridiculous reason to like break up with somebody now if it was about uh cantaloupe i understand (laughs)
1: if a person doesn't like cantaloupe yeah
0: just like done
1: i i feel like if a person likes honeydew
0: like what
1: if honeydew is their favorite fruit if it's
0: okay if your favorite does
1: anyone say their favorite fruit is honeydew i don't know
0: i don't know
1: i think i've just never had a good honeydew
0: well it's one of those things like honeydew flavored things i think taste way better than most honeydew actual like pieces of honeydew
1: I mean, I have had good honeydew, but yeah, like, and yeah. I've had better cantaloupe. Yeah. I'm, I'm really hungry for melons, like right now. <laughs> what I want some melon. and Get him flip my melon around.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, okay, so they were talking. So Fraser's talking about he just wanted to do something impulsive, yep. and the this mm-hmm. whole thing. And then, so Laura goes to get her cab, and this is yeah. when. This other woman walks by.
0: Yeah. Though, actually, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, of, oh, go there ahead. There is one other thing that I think is really important in the scene. Because it, it contrasts with something we've said a bunch of times okay. in this in this podcast before. Because, you know, when she's talking about... When she finishes talking about, like, the being single versus being married, you know, and, like, the different, the different happy things about that. He responds because, like, he's pretty, like, disappointed to find out that she's married. Mm-hmm. And, like... And, like, he isn't just making an assumption, by the way. Like, he, there is a reason for him to believe that. Because, like, she said something about being alone all the right, right. too much or whatever. He says, you're smart, lovely, talented, able to look on the bright side of things. I'm getting more disappointed by the moment. Now, the important thing here is the first and third thing he says about her are not about her looks. Yeah. Like, he does say that she's lovely, but, like... Previous episode. I, and I
1: feel like when you say somebody's lovely, that can be lovely personality.
0: Right, right, absolutely. And it's not like, it's not like a, about her body, you know, like it's not just- Okay, about-
1: now I have to wonder, so we know a woman wrote this episode. Uh-huh. So in the other episodes where he talks about a woman's body, did a man write that episode? Well,
0: probably, but related to that, remember she wrote Love Bites Dog. And in Love Bites Dog, Roz is trying to like hook Fraser up with one of her friends, and he doesn't want to until she he finds out that she is a tennis player with a great body, and Fro- Roz has seen her naked in the locker room. Mm. So, I don't think it's just because a woman wrote it, because it, it, she wrote Fraser as not being interested in someone that Roz says is like. You know, interesting and talented, and has like a good personality. I just feel until like in the future
1: out. of Fraser dating people, he's very interested in a woman's intelligence. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, he want. Of course, you want to be attracted to that person, but it seems like it's very important that they right be smart.
0: Right, right. And I and I, again, I think that all comes down. Like, I'm curious to see how he talks about it. Like, mm-hmm. because there's always going to be what he says he wants and then there's going to be what he says in the moment in response to a specific person. And I'm curious how that's going to go in the future. But I think
1: that's natural to want Sometimes you just like are sexually attracted to somebody, and it really isn't about anything else.
0: Sure, and like I mean,
1: we have we've talked so much about this. So let's just let's just. I just
0: think it was important to bring up. No, I think that in this moment he didn't. And I
1: also like that she she's very kind to his feelings and saying, you know, like, oh, by the way, if I was single.
0: Yeah, and but like he doesn't want to hear that, which I understand. Yeah, like it it could almost be more hurtful to find out that like. In a different timeline, maybe this could, like, I don't, I don't need to know Really?
1: I think that's more flattering. I would rather that. I want a lot of, like, like, compliments. Like, if you're gonna turn me down, I want, like, so many compliments. Like, maybe you don't (laughs) like pineapple, pineapple, you can't even say it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're, like, great, you're badass bassist, (laughs) and... Uh-huh. You caught the world's largest bass. and you <laughs> So know, you're
0: a good bassist hair, and a good bassist.
1: Yeah, and uh-huh. your hair is the most purple hair I've seen, even though it's not purple. It's definitely blue.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure it is. Anyway, so... <laughs> anyway, so then you were... Okay, you were bringing up... Yes.
1: I was bringing up that the this woman walks by uh-huh. and is asking for... Uh, like clarification on what they said on the speaker. Right. And which is, you know, fair because it's always like. Right. Right. And gate 24, you don't know what happened. Uh You're just like, was that for me? Right. And she says that she's going to Mexico. Mm -hmm. And guess where Frazier's going? To Mexico. Apparently he's going to Mexico. So he's gonna be impulsive.
0: Yeah, he's going, finds out she's going to Acapulco, so is he. Finds out what hotel she's staying at, so is he. When
1: they don't have any vacancies at that hotel.
0: And we find out Frazier's super creepy, he sure is, because this is a creepy. No, that doesn't
1: mean anything. That doesn't mean like they're gonna hook up. He's just going on a trip, on a whim.
0: Sure, I'm saying, okay, I mean, yeah, like, it's knowing Frasier, like, it probably isn't gonna work, but. I'm saying that, like, this is kind of a creepy thing to do. You
1: know what? There's no reason for this woman not to believe what he says. Right. I think, okay, this is like going back on one of Fraser's things, which is sort of believing in the goodness of humanity. Mm-hmm. There's no reason, if I was this woman asking for clarification and then right. I would just be like, oh, that's weird. What yeah, a yeah, weird yeah. coincidence. Right. And like, say so you, you know, you'd share the cab to the hotel and this whole thing and you're like, hey, okay, I don't know why you don't have any bags. <laughs> right,
0: right. So there, there's a different way this could have gone down. I think
1: that Fraser is very bad at lying uh-huh. and I think that. He would make it really awkward, mm-hmm. and like he would li- he would lie instead uh-huh. of just saying something truthful, right, to make it less awkward. Yeah,
0: so that's okay. That is interesting, simply because I know what's going to happen in the next episode. But okay. related to that, okay, if he heard that she was going to Acapulco, and it was clear, like it was more clear the way it was played out, and like like he said things that this reminded him of Roz's impromptu trip. Mm -hmm. And he decided, like, you know, you know what? Roz had a great time doing this. I'm going to go to Acapulco, too.
1: But he's saying that in his head. Right.
0: But the way he says it to her and the way he acts it out, it looks like, I've decided to follow this lady to a different country. Which, and I think there's a, there's...
1: Okay, I I totally get, I know, I understand why you're saying it's creepy, Mm -hmm. that it seems like he's following this lady. Yeah. But it's almost like this lady is igniting the, like, lame to sort
0: of... Yeah, yeah.
1: Go to do something about that. Sure.
0: It. I'm just saying, like, the way it comes across... As long there, as you There's you're, a fine line.
1: As long as you're um, not, like... As long as there's, like, consent involved or whatever, uh-huh. and he's just being nice and, like, friendly... Right. I think that's all that matters. As long as he doesn't, like, push himself on unwanted onto this woman... Yeah. I don't see... I don't know if there's really something... Inherently wrong with it. Right.
0: So here's this one way that I think you could write this scene. Okay. And I would be less weird about it. It would be if you heard the gate announcement about Acapulco mm-hmm. and he kind of had that moment of inspiration. You saw that moment of inspiration where he decides, like, okay, I'm going to go oh, to Acapulco. Oh, it's like
1: he's going to go to Acapulco. And, and then, then, then the she lady asks. And then he's like, I'm definitely going to Acapulco right, now. Right. But that's still creepy.
0: Well, no, no, you don't even need that piece of it. If there's just the gate change thing Mm -hmm. and he has that, you see him look and think and then just gets up and he's like,
2: well, maybe that's how it was written. And then
0: she asks him about the gate change and he's like, I actually, yeah, I'm going there. I just like, and like, just decides, like, I just decided on a whim that I was going there. Okay. Now you have a thing that I, I don't think is creepy, but because it seems he's going because she is. Okay. That's why I think it's creepy.
1: I also think like things. I I really think this has to do on the time. That mm-hmm. the these are the subtle little th- little changes that I think um, that are happening more in TV writing now, but mm. also maybe aren't because right. I still think these kinds of like c- cliche kind of jokes are right. still. I mean, Big Bang Theory, like, like, yeah. everything seems to be like a really obvious joke. Yeah. Unless the ones that aren't, uh, like, I I know that there probably are not obvious jokes in it, right. but I don't know because I don't really watch. I've seen some of it. Right, right. But I'm just like, oh, okay, that's like a stereotypical joke. It's like the whole joke of that show is just like, nerds are funny. <laughs> 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 they said something smart.
0: It, yeah, it, yeah. It,
1: it's funny because I don't even know yeah. if what they're saying is right or not.
0: Right. Yeah, like, that one thing that I saw that basically on that show, it's like the whole, like, what often the joke is they watch Game of Thrones as opposed to the joke on other shows being a reference to that show on oh, Big Bang Theory. It's just like, there are people that watch this show. But it's not
1: that they just watch Game of Thrones. It's like they are dressing up to watch what, the show.
0: Well, sure, but it's still just that. Like, whereas, like, they do a very similar thing on Parks and Rec where one of the characters is really into game of thrones but he doesn't talk about the joke isn't i watch that show the joke is they recreated a throne as part of like a role play thing that they did and it was like a funny kind of moment where like well, playing they off role of it. play
1: on they did not really do that on
0: right it's hard to explain without showing the example I think
1: anyway, didn't writer some writers from fraser also write big bang Theory.
0: That's a great question, and I probably because I feel like a lot of like yeah sick people from one sitcom just go to another I, I, like
1: it's not that Big Bang Theory is inherently bad, but I feel <laughs> like it work. I guess no, you know what it is. We're not using the right word. Tropes. It's Tro- using it's tropes. It's tropy. It's
0: very tropy. Yes.
1: you know what? If you I I've laughed at episodes of Big Bang Theory. I've sure. laughed at episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond, and I uh, feel like that I'm a little embarrassed by that.
0: It's I guess it's that. Big Bang Theory uses a lot of the old tropes of the, like, mo- typical... It's three- not
1: innovative. It, like, in Frasier, I feel like this was innovative.
0: Yeah, there After Frasier, there haven't been a lot of successful, like, just multicam, like, sitcoms like this. This is one of the last big... Well, like, it's like,
1: How I Met Your Mother was very good for a long time. Like, yeah. the first, like, four seasons, yeah. three seasons, I don't know. Like, at yeah. some point... They were very funny and I thought, like, relatable kind of in a way. Even Mm -hmm. though it was, like, obviously comedy and there was stuff that couldn't really happen. Right. But I felt like it was relatable and really funny. And then at some point I was just like, no. (laughs) Right. No, this is not as good anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the few that I think was really successful after Frasier that still had this, like, you know, three camera in front of, Mm -hmm. like, a set sort of, like, setup that... It still worked. They're I just put feel like many. when things
1: have a laugh track, what's that show that it's like two girls just yelling constantly in you know, their waitresses. <laughs> two
0: broke girls. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Like two if that loud shows, girls. I don't know what's going on in that show. I mean, uh, I know I'm kind of loud, so I would fit right in in that. Be <laughs> right in. Uh-huh. But like, I feel like the whole show is just like I'm loud and I said something obnoxious. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Cupcakes. I don't. Yep. I don't really understand that show. Yeah, I don't know. I. But I never watched, I couldn't get through an entire episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because uh, I felt
1: like one girl was just loud and obnoxious and then one girl was just really pretty and always using her looks. And I know like there was sh- she was supposed to have more depth than that, but right. I was just like, she's Paris Hilton, then there's <laughs> the loud one. Yep, yep.
0: That's... And then there's the guy doing the racist accent. Yay for comedy.
1: Well, how do you know he doesn't, that's not his real accent.
0: Because I've heard him talk in real life, and he doesn't have that accent.
1: As opposed to the fake life And the... I guess it is kind of a fake life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I've just heard how that actor well, talks. Well, is, is it...
1: Why... Isn't it based on a real accent, though? People speak yeah. with that accent.
0: But that accent is also part of the joke.
1: Oh, when like, the accent's the joke. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: That's the thing. Like
1: It's like in The Simpsons. It's right. like... Right, The yeah. accent is kind of part of the joke. Right, and... Gotcha.
0: Right, so... And okay. also, you could just hire a guy that has that accent if you really want that to be part of the character. True. So that's the other problem with it. Anyway, we've gone off on a lot of tangents here. We've talked a lot about <laughs> about a lot of sitcoms and independent so movies. So are there any drinks in this episode? There are There are several drinks in this episode. There's some sherry. Some A couple of times there's some sherry. Uh, some Ballantine, The House Cabernet that is not drunk so much as Worn. And uh, a bunch of Rob Roy's. And so
1: and a blunderbuss,
0: but no. Hopefully, nobody drinks the blunderbuss. Uh, just drink a the meatball Swedish to the face. <laughs> Slurp. <laughs> so there are no callers into the show, like, but there is like the caller. Laura is a caller, mm-hmm. sort of. Again, Linda Hamilton, second time as a caller on this. So. Oh ha- yeah,
1: because she's calling on the answering machine. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, that's funny.
0: And it's also interesting that there wasn't. Like any of the radio show, and there are no callers, like Mm -hmm. no callers into his radio show in this episode. Because like at the end of every season, they Mm -hmm. go through the list of like the thanks. It wasn't that
1: many this. It wasn't really that
0: many. No, No. I think
1: it picks up again. I wonder if we're going to see more radio show like episodes next season. Yeah.
0: Also strange in that seeing Kieran Culkin as like a small kid like yeah. it's like remember when karen colkin was little
1: uh, <laughs> oh so, now when i watch igby goes down
0: yeah me too or scott pilgrim versus the world i hear that's a good date night really movie. yeah where can I, I
1: hear where can i hear more about that? i
0: heard about that on a different podcast oh
1: yeah really yeah i love called, podcasts
0: it's called tgi date night oh and, cool yeah, I'll yeah check I, that out yeah uh and can be currently found on uh any podcast things as either tgi date Night or thank god it's date night um we're shifting the naming convention on it but uh that's where it is now and uh yeah they talk definitely talk about scott pilgrim versus the world cool yeah so (laughs) we did have a weird listening section but it was about the poll we already talked about the poll results Mm -hmm. so uh who won who won uh yes i like to one oh
1: i i meant like the poll the poll tournament
0: the poll tournament
2: yeah
1: i was thinking pool oh (laughs) And it became pole. I don't know. It was come. Kind of, turn your melon upside down. All right.
0: Okay. See ya. So with that, please, we need to end this episode. And uh, this long, weird episode has been episode four twenty-four, Odd Man Out. This is Odd Man In, is what this episode is. <laughs> we are here, Odd folks in is what this one is uh and this is
1: welcome to the odd folks home
0: uh yep that's pretty much what this is and uh anyway this is tgi brigade wishing you all good mental health
1: we clearly don't have any nope we can't help you i'm sorry so sorry ask merlin
0: Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Frasier Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at fraserpod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening.
2: Good night, Seattle. We love you.